Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, I needed that feel-good music after tonight's show. Uh, time to talk women's football again with Alicia Carnabas. Evening, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. How are you guys? Very good. Uh, before we get on to the weekend's A-League women's action, uh, we thought we should ask you your thoughts on what's transpired this week with the APL's decision to move uh, the grand finals, because it's not just the men, of course. It impacts uh, upon the women's game as well, as does Saturday night's shenanigans. Yeah, of course. And look, Saturday night was just really, I think, as we all expected it to be, extremely disappointing for anyone who loves football in this country. But I think ultimately, you know, aside from the thuggery and obviously the the punishments that are starting to roll out there, I think the most disappointing thing for people is it takes us so many steps backwards. And the, the fans are angry. Football people are angry at the moment, and rightly so. And I think... A, a big part of this, um, I guess, fallout or whatever does transpire from Saturday in particular and the decisions that have led to Saturday is um, the impact it's going to have on the A-League men's, but specifically the A-League women's. I think there's a large sort of portion of that that's um, perhaps forgotten about. They've gone through this recent expansion and I think if you're serious about sustaining expansion and attracting players of good quality to come back and play in this league, you've got to be really serious about your decision-making as well. Mm. Um, So the impact that then has on our league, the women's league in particular, moving forward next year, um, I think is a bit, it's detrimental. I think it's going to put us in a a precarious position to build that league. Um, On the back of a World Cup, I think people are expecting growth, but if we're not getting it right, at the national level and and the national league level makes it very, very difficult to grow. Mm. Uh, You mentioned the Women's World Cup. Of course, it's only uh, six months away. Uh, Some of the competing teams are already down under, I understand, getting a feel of the conditions. Who's over here at the moment? Yeah, we heard from Spencer before. He's obviously um, looking at at coaching PNG. So I believe they've been in town um, and and out and about training and and getting organised for qualifiers. Um, the Philippines national team, the women's national team are here as well. They've been training. Um, obviously, they've got an Aussie coach and Alan Stadgett, and they are getting ready. They're, they're getting organised and getting all the ducks in a row with their preparation. But I think it's, it's uh, acclimatisation as well to how we perhaps do things down here and what's available to different teams when they are here uh-huh. for the World Cup and their preparations. So it's good. It's fantastic. And uh, I also understand Lisa Devanna made an appearance at uh, at the Philippines national team camp. Yeah, I saw that online actually. So um, look, I was a bit surprised to see to see Lisa there. She was out and about, which is probably the first time I've seen her in and around football since uh, retiring. But I think it's good. I think former players who've still got contribution um, and and a lot to offer, I think, is important to. To football in general, if not domestically, I think if it's if the opportunities are available with other teams internationally, which we seem to see a lot of our 
our coach is doing at the moment, picking up gigs overseas, men's and women's. So I think um, it's a it's a positive thing, um, all in all, to see old players and old coaches or former coaches in and around the game building it. So yeah. Looking at the A-League women, uh, Chloe Legazzo is in cracking form for Western United. She scored twice in a, in a big 3-1 win over Melbourne City and um, Western United now top of the league with a perfect record. Could they, in your opinion, emulate what the men did last year, you know, keep that form going and, and go on and win it? Yeah, look, I, they were one of the teams that I probably looked at from the start and thought they'll be up there, top four, absolutely. Um, they're having a dream start and I think they could definitely go on and win the league. It just depends, as I've always said, it's a longer league this time around. So the girls are playing all the way through until April, I believe, that last weekend of April. If they if they can continue to build momentum and build off, off of their strengths, I think they'll be in, in and amongst those semifinal and the finals for sure. But it's great to see Chloe performing well, but as a unit, equally, they're just performing really, really well as a collective bunch. So it's great. Um, now, what about the defending champions, Smell and Victory? Of course, have gone back to back. And I'm interested in your thoughts on Kayla Morrison, who's a central defender uh, and who scored a hat-trick at the weekend. Now, she, she's talked about wanting to play for the Matildas. Uh, it's probably an open secret that the national team might, might have a vacancy there at some point. Uh, is she worth the gamble, do you think? She's American-born, of course, but uh, I think she is qualified to play for Australia, isn't she? Yeah, I've heard a few whispers that her citizenship's not too far away as mm. well. So, look, I, I think Kayla is obviously performing quite well. Three goals for a central defender, that's that's no mean feat, but I think she's an asset to the game. And if you can acquire a player like that, she's a fantastic spokesperson for women's football in particular, but um, she's she's a great leader and I think... Like you said, Simon, there are gaps uh, in our defence uh, for the national team, and I think she'd be definitely worth a look at if um, if there's room. I'm not sure before the World Cup, but definitely in the future if she's if she's a candidate for sure. Looking at Adelaide, I mean, they're second at the moment, four wins out of five. Um, you know, since the A League women began, they've never re- they've never featured in the final series up until last season, of course, and now again uh, in a, in a great position to go on and do well. What's what's changed at the club? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I know Adrian um, Stento, and I've spoken to him in the past. It, it's been a, a bit of a slow build down in Adelaide, but it's been a confident build as well. So I think um, the combination that he perhaps has in personnel down in Adelaide at the moment is finally clicking uh, a bit more than the last few seasons, absolutely, particularly when he's been in charge. So I know we just spoke about Chloe and, and Kayla as examples of, of individuals um, in the women's league, but I think what Adelaide are doing really, really well is not so much about the individuals. It's more about that that unit performing quite cohesively, and I think Adrian's got that going quite well at the moment, and hopefully they can sustain it because, yeah, a bit of a surprise package for the league, which is always great, to be fair. We always like to see surprise packages. Um, I just want to finish off, Alicia, by asking you a rather disturbing story that's uh, been, well, it's been going on for a few months, let's be honest, over in the US. A lot of um, investigations going on into misconduct, particularly by coaches, some by players as well. And Vera Poe, this this surprised me. Vera Poe, the Republic of Ireland coach, has been named in a joint investigation, accused of misconduct. She's been accused of micromanaging players' diets and of fat-shaming during her time at Houston Dash. Allegations, I should say, that she denies, and she remains in charge of the Irish team at the moment. Um, Am I right in saying that Vera actually 
made some allegations of her own uh, not not too long ago. This seems to be an, an awful mess over over in the states. How, how does it get resolved, in your opinion? Yeah, it, it's a delicate one, isn't it? And it's mm. one of those things where um, yeah, Vera has been very clear in denying all of the allegations. Um, in women's sport at the moment, we're starting to see a lot more of this where players are obviously speaking up about their their experiences. Um, I think what's really changed in women's sport and focusing on women's football in particular is that probably in the last five years, particularly in Australia and in many countries around the world, uh, it's turned professional, right? So the yeah. minute um, sport turns professional and you take a wage, it becomes a workplace. And so suddenly a lot of these clubs, teams, national teams, whatever it may be, are subject to, I would say, workplace law Mm -hmm. in many cases, whereas the men's game's been professional for far, far longer. And so with the growth of women's football, um, we're starting to see enormous changes um, structurally in how it's run. And so I think the growth is fantastic, but perhaps the administration in many circumstances aren't keeping up in, in what's now expected of coaches or people in positions of power with, with players as well. So, yeah, it's a delicate one. It's an interesting one. And um, the US always very, very vocal about um, misconduct and, and usually quite supportive of their players. So it'll be uh, one to watch, I think, with yeah, what happens. No doubts about that. So hopefully, as you say, just sort of growing pains in many ways uh, for women's professional football around the world. Uh, And also great news, of course, that uh, we're going to have a FIFA Women's Club World Cup as well, which is terrific. We'll maybe ask you about that next week, uh, Alicia, because unfortunately we're out of time. But uh, thank you as ever for your insights tonight on the global game. And we'll uh, speak to you again next week. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Enjoy, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Alicia. That's uh, Alicia Carnavas talking about uh, the women's game. We're off to another quick break. On the other side of it, we'll answer some of your texts and tweets.